It's the fucking Verrier podcast. We're here with goddamn Noah Lampert up here. What is the name of this town? We don't have to R- say. Rhinecliff. Oh, you don't? Okay, cool. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're on our coronavirus free tour outside New York City. And fuck, dude. It's been way too long. We haven't seen you since March. Yeah. We've yeah. done a bunch of podcasts together, which I think are no, like no, no, some no. of our best podcasts together somehow. Is it even, I think, I guess we saw each other in March, but just briefly. No, the video. The video chatting has made it feel like we've hung out. Yeah. But physically, I don't think since February, I want to say. Yo, dude, the last time we saw each other. It was the ween. No. It After was, that. It was March 4th. Because oh. remember, we were clowning around doing some nitrous in my apartment. <gasps> yes. And Evan caught coronavirus. Fuck. And we were hanging out with Evan. Yeah. So March 4th. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shiza. Mm. Uh March, April, May, June, July. Five months. Five months, man. So it's been a long fucking five months. Oh, fuck. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me it's been a long it's felt like five, five years. Months. Five <laughs> lifetime, 500. <Yeah. laughs> We're calling this podcast Wasting Time with Noah Lampert. Cool. Oh, you said you liked that title, but now it's, it is perfect for today. Oh, I, I think that... Uh, I, you know, I was, I was thinking about that today. I was all on acid and a little stoned in my parents' basement. We're staying there for a couple of days and <laughs> listening to Frank Zappa. And yeah, I was like, am I wasting time right now? Like, should I be? And then I was like, oh man, I'm wasting. Yes. that's ex- <laughs> oh, You're the best. I literally, when you said wasting time, when he said it. I literally got the image like I'm gonna go waste some motherfucking like Rambo. time. Like Rambo. Is it something that's about, so weird? That's so. That weird. happened to me too because when he said it in the car before, like as we got up to here, he was like, "That's funny. You didn't even tell me that. <laughs> that's funny. You didn't even tell me so. that." But I reacted as if that's like you like because I said I want to call. I want to do a podcast called Wasting Time, and and you were like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Uh." Wait, did she just put two into like no, what I was, I was like? No, I was about to explain it to you, but you, it was like you already jumped. No, because I was like, you hear that people say wasting time all the time, but when you say it for some reason, I just totally saw a whole different, different thing. Because he was, you know what it is, you know what it is. You're so you've attached your imagination to those words so strongly that when you say it, it that's proves that words are just abstraction. It, abstractions. Yeah. It's just the energy behind it. This is this is always my like kind of like intuitive faculty mm. like mm-hmm. chant. Like it's the words are less important than the image you have in your mind of what you're conveying. Because how many times have you heard the phrase wasting time? I've heard it a million times. I've never thought of that yeah. ever in my life until this moment. Yeah. And you thought of it earlier and I thought it was obvious. That's yeah. what you did. Nice job. Yeah, no, it's 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 one of those things it's like it's so it has such a negative connotation like it's what i thought about potheads before i was a pothead it's like they're wasting time they're fucking smoking out in the basement grooving out to jerry fuck that shit man we got shit to do but yeah i'm not i'm we're wasting time we're wasting wasting time we're wasting it man kill it i I thought it was i i was so surprised at how hard it hit me that i was like did you say it differently like waste Mm. teen that's right you know what i mean (laughs) No, he just thought about uh, it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for a second. And we also know what we do on here, which is. <laughs> yeah. We ever, take people's time. Did you ever play a game called Smash TV? Do you remember? What? Yo, you're blowing my mind right now, Noah. Noah, there's probably four or five video games in the world I, that I that like would resonate with me. 
<laughs> How the fuck do you know about Smash TV? What you know about Smash D- TV? Dude, total carnage. Total I love car- it. <laughs> Man, that's deep. You can go deep in that. that. That game was... I had that for Sega Genesis. Stole it from KB Toys because the KB Toy Store in our mall. KB Toys. <laughs> they were so stupid, man. The KB Toy Store in our mall put like a cage of Sega games like outside of their alarm system, the boxes. So you could like sort through the boxes, but there was no games in them. But every now and then they forgot. So me and my cousin would just go through and we would check every box, and Smash TV was in there. It's so good. Wait, it's so, so good. what is Smash TV? Oh, I it's from the future. Find it. it is from the future. What Which we're mean? probably already past, but there yeah. basically is a future where, um, as game shows, you go and you get put into these yeah. these rooms where things and orbs, everything attacks you, and it's just like coming from all angles, and you're collecting like game show prizes. Yeah, it's and like the, the, it's satirical game. It's um, it's like um, the game Running Man kind of uh, the movie Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger a little bit, where like they're broadcasting this competition. Yes, it's exactly of like, like future like dystopian. Entertainment is like watch people like mm-hmm. kill all these things, and then they'll eventually die. But like the point of the game is you just keep going deeper, and they throw more shit at you. But you get like more guns, yeah. and you can blast. It. It's just the perfect like I forget the name of those games. What they call them, shoot 'em ups, but it's not. It's something else. Oh, it was such a good game. What was great about it? It was like oh, it, was so it was like social commentary. Like because if yeah. if we played that game now, it's like a Donald Tr- Trump it's type so host, crazy. and he's got like two babes on his arms, and he's like laughing the whole time. Yeah. It's and not- you're going in and you're collecting <clears throat> weapons and you're like, there's a prize room that you yeah. get to and you have to run around and you have to like, yep. pick up money everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Money. I it sounds like wow. idiocracy or something like yeah. one of those games that yeah. seems like totally. it's like predicting the future. And as everything yeah, becomes more like it, you're like, whoa, these people who made right. this game need to be really careful. And we need to be careful about <laughs> what future games are made because. So this is, this is good. Mm. Download reality. This is one of the downloads I got last big ketamine adventures is we're literally cre- everything now we're seeing the literal and explicit objective evidence that like what we create creates reality and mm-hmm. it does go back to what you just said like we need to be careful it doesn't mean we can't have those games we love smash tv right oh, i man. love smash tv there's a yeah. function for it but recognize the direct connection between these things because everyone sees grand theft auto and then just plays grand wow. theft auto that, and then that's what people you know, pay like, attention to, and that's what they want to see in the news, and that's the news stories that get the most attention is the Grand Theft Auto st- stuff. So whether or mm. not more Grand Theft Auto stuff is happening in this world, we're seeing life as if it's Grand Theft Auto. That happened to me when I started playing it. When I'd go outside in Boston, or when I first got exposed to it, I'd be like, whoa, am I going to... Is someone just going to steal a car and run me over? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, Am I in that world? Like, it's... Yeah, dude, you are in a bizarre world though. Cause Sean, I never heard him laugh so loud. He was just like laughing hysterically. I'm like, what are you laughing about? And it was, he's like, I'm watching Noah's Instagram story. <laughs> what was fu- it? What you, was you filmed two people fighting? Oh my god, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> dude. I watched. Do you know how many people hit me I up about that? I watched that ten times. Man. Do you know how many people hit me up about this? <laughs> and they're like, I'm. So, I know I'm not supposed to be laughing because yeah. it's people fighting, but it's the fun. I'm like, I know because I wouldn't have filmed it if it wasn't any. Anyway, serious. It was the funniest shit wow. I have ever seen. It was a doofus fight. It was yeah. a literal. They blocked off traffic. What you didn't hear. There's <laughs> the miracle. Here's the true miracle of this story and this situation. Well, I have it. I have it on my phone still. 
they were people were leaning on their fucking horns. Oh they were blocking. God. Imagine you have wow. to go somewhere. You have to get some shit done. You don't want to be in the city or in Brooklyn. You're in Williamsburg. This fucking sucks. <laughs> motherfuckers, these guys like squaring up like old time. I know. And I like know. pulling at each other. <laughs> just like, I thought they were play fighting. Everyone said that. Yeah. Everyone said that. They're like, I thought they were play fighting. I'm like, no, it was a real fight. Wow. I went in. Wow. I was going into Sweet Green to get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So I went and I came out and it had escalated. And then I thought it was over. You can see the two different uh, sides of the film where the angles I was, I thought it was over because a guy was coming to intervene, push that guy aside and they went back at it. Did you film that? Yeah, that was the end of it. But then I, they they were still going. I left. People are like, come on, man. People are like, come on, you're two grown men. You know, like, like there's somebody trying to like. Yeah, yeah, my friend wrote to me and he was like, he's like that guy. He's like, what does he think he's doing? He's like, dude, Holy they're getting shit, it out. Man. They're duking it out on this mean streets of Williamsburg. God, man. It was I, pretty good. I was fucking, <laughs> I was binging on, uh, you kind of kicked me up because like I try to avoid oh, watching too much violence because I used to be so the kind of guy that'd be like, let's watch a fight compilation. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally. and I'm like. I don't want to be that guy anymore, but that like kind of sent me a little it, bit down the rabbit hole. Oh, I mean, it's so funny. Go to the instant regret subreddit. People were watching um, this Karen channel. Our friends, Gotti and Morgan, showed us uh, this uh, revenge on Karens. It was like all these like really like stupid racist white ladies getting like stomped out. Whoa. And I was like, whoa, that's a vein of reality I hadn't thought of. Like, this is just like off gassing. Like, wait, <sighs> is it revenge on Karen? Like, yeah, but, Karen's getting beat up for being a racist bitch. Like it's yeah. this, but, oh, it's, it's, but it's real. It's not like animated. Oh, it's not animated. This is real life situations. <laughs> yeah. this, it's like it's like I think it's a black Twitter thing. I don't or like it's something, but like it's it's a real thing and it's yeah. fucking oh, man. world star hip hop thing type of thing. Kind of, but it's 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 a hashtag on. I'm so, we sound so old. I'm sure the kids. I know it's a, it's a hashtag. There's a hashtag. thing and a thing with the kid. <laughs> but it was like just like these racist people getting stomped out for being idiots, and wow. I was like, I don't need to see it. Like, I, but I respect that as a vein of like, yeah. there's some justice that you can witness. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I, that that's what it is. Like I, I felt like Mars is an Aries. It's such a mm. unjust world, and that's being pumped at us so much that like going to the instant regret subreddit is like it's just watching justice get served time and time again. It's I it's usually this. hot shots that are like trying to like alpha types who are drunk or something trying to start some situation, yeah. and then someone cool. swoops in and takes them down. It's just not cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally. Know. There's an innocent every once in a while where someone like tries to jump on a balloon and like falls back and hurts themselves, but then you feel bad because you're like, wow, you really hurt yourself. Oh yeah, I yeah. watched. I liked when people fall. I like those videos. They yeah, those are laugh. great. And and like, I fall sometimes. That's the truth. Like yeah. I only laugh because I know what it's like when you today when I was pulling <laughs> in to get cucumbers at. I figured out my peak form. By the way, is listening to James Brown on full blast and eating cucumbers from a local farm like this is nice. it i'm doing it right nice. i'm just like, it peak <laughs> reality here but i when i pulled in i pulled in a little hot i got a low car oh. gotta live gotta own that oh whoa. gotta own that mistake <laughs> you can't play that one i'm like oh, yeah, I yeah. you can't play that off legit sometimes you just you go it's okay yeah. it still runs no cosmetic damage that you can see just on the undercarriage i've never fucked up a car i did so once kind of recently you did remember the boulder Oh yeah, we were coming to drive up here, and like, there was a there was like a small boulder in the middle of the road. Kind of looked like a paper bag from far away. And Cass is like, "Do I go around this? I don't know. I'm just gonna go." And it was just like the perfect height. You went over it. It just like felt too close. It just dragged with the car. Never go over. Never go over. 
it was it felt too, general rule it just felt too late but honestly i probably could have backed up and gone around like it. we felt it we it were was in the like car a perfect we like, thing Whoa. it was like this it was like this it was like you're like there's no way that's not too high you that's know i was like i'll just so be able bad. to go over it you can't fuck up a car no right, we, we did fuck it we up. had to get, we get it plugged much. immediately yeah no, right away we were like yo there's oil porn porn was it oil or windshield no it was oil oh shit you really did fuck it up all right we were like Three blocks from a rental car place. So, so yeah, we just turned around, threw our shit in the rental car, and fucking got on our way. I just told you, leave behind. I smashed her shit up. It was like fucking. She's like, she had been paying for a ton of insurance because she's like from out of the country, and like she's like, why do I pay so much for insurance? I smashed up her car. Mm. They only raised it twenty dollars. I'm like, because it's like seven thousand dollars worth of damage, and they just picked up the fucking bill. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I just literally backed into a tree. I've never been in an accident that's not faster than like five miles per hour but yeah still you can yeah. be going really mm. slow and do some damage yeah those are the ones that like fucking haunt you too like fuck you know what the guy said to me <laughs> listen to this shit i go in we drop it off already a very emasculating situation let's admit it i just smashed up my yeah. partner's car i have to go in he's like uh, he's look it's her car so he goes to her uh what happened you know did you back into something and she goes he backed into it i'm like <laughs> i backed into a tree and then he goes and then he says he drops this gem on me he goes oh you know, I looked at it. it's too bad because if it was a quarter of an inch that way, it would have been a lot less damage. Oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, why did you say it at that point? Why say it? I don't need to know it. At that point, he's just like trying to maybe help and, you not get laid or and something. And like the coolest like, thing is, dude. the best thing about it is like he was just being a nice guy. Like there was no malice or yeah. intent. I was just like, oh, but you're killing me, man. But. <laughs> Is that what you're getting into up here in the fucking Hudson Valley? Dude, just like, it's fucking hijinks. It's hijinks up here. It's pretty nice up here, man. We were pulling into town and like the Hudson River is like, it's like glowing and flowing. It's so beautiful. It is really nice from here. Noah lives like two seconds from where we are right now. Yeah, Pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I'm looking at the Hudson River out your window right now. Yeah, I look at it when when I sit out there and when I, um. I do my exercise bike and I look at the river. Mm. It's nice. You ever do ketamine and get like confused as to like who you are and what's going on? <laughs> like, have you ever gone that far? I like that you just jumped right to that. <laughs> I have not here, not here. Oh, okay, yeah. not here. But I have definitely done that. Yeah, uh, I've been doing that pretty. I, at one point, I had two recurring ketamine trips where I was pretty sure um, we were. We were just biological organisms that were designed to process various aspects of emotion and energy as fuel for some like higher dimensional race. Mm. So that happened to me twice. And both times the way I resolved it was <laughs> it's like, whatever, it's fun, I'm cool. With it. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, I mean, what choice do you have in the matter? <laughs> whatever. Because yeah. I was like, I think one time I was going to the bathroom and I was like, I don't know. Like, this is weird. Like, this mm. is a weird thing to do on ketamine. Like, ketamine shits. Like, that's a weird reality. I'm like, what yeah. is this? So it got me on that tangent. And it popped up another time when I was peeing. And I'm like, this is such a weird thing we do. And if we really are these, like, vessels of, like, potentially, un- like, unlimited energy, why would we do it like this? And then it sent me on this other trip. And then I was like, oh, because it's fun, I guess. It's cool. It's like an exchange. It feels good. Like it feels good when you pee or take a shit. Like it's yeah. a release. It's something. So I just reconciled it and felt good. But I definitely forgot who I was on that. Those two. <laughs> to answer your yeah, question. Man. Sometimes it's weird peeing on acid because you feel like you can 
focus in on different parts of your experience that you don't usually think about when you're peeing you know what i mean <laughs> like because you could so you just end up in this position where you're like doing something you always do but it feels so different yeah. dude we, we had an acid trip uh this less than a week ago up in new hampshire at this beautiful house our, with our friend emma and I sw- I spent the first three or four hours like just like curled in the fetal position inside, where I, and, and they're out just playing in the meadow, and I can hear the girls like having the best day ever, and yeah. I, I'm just sitting there sweating, yeah. like yeah. having yeah. The, like thinking like, what the fuck is? I was just so fucking. It was this one of like the craziest come ups I've ever had off one fucking tab of acid, yeah. which is not a lot for us. No. And it just really was just like, I was like, oh, fuck. And I just had, was having such a goddamn hard time. And hearing these girls have the best time outside, I was just like really bummed out. Fucking 20 minutes later, I, I was like, totally I was cool. Yeah, it was good. But it was like three hours. But of he was like, had this whole narrative that he was like, I can't believe they're going to have this great trip. And I'm just going to be on yes. the outside of it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be on the sideline of this It sounds like my 4th of July, but I was there at a party and I got triggered by this thing I was talking about before like jealousy energy and just like wonky shit yeah look how cool these swirls are I know oh my god mm. that's yeah, cool yeah it's coming off both sides I like it um yeah I mean when you get sent to those places I think what I'm always grateful for or what I always feel grateful for is I remember those states of consciousness sticking with me for longer than three hours mm. yeah. I remember that reality I don't live in it thank god anymore yeah. but I remember it and I realize other people like don't shake that shit and that's just their baseline. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. That's terrible. Fuck. Yeah. And I wasn't like And we all know those people. Listen, I also people do this at any given point in their lives. You don't ever like necessarily reach a point where you don't like transcend something, but like, yeah, that shit is uh the p- fever pitch of like a bad trip is what <sighs> some people live in like truthfully their whole lives and it's yeah. like fucking A. Like I know. Mm. I know. It's a I know, bummer. I know. But I, I know. think that, um, at least for us, I can't really speak for anyone else, those moments are like why we take psychedelics because totally. I doubt you would have you come anywhere near battling with jealousy that day if you didn't take acid. No, and the truth is... <laughs> you would have been so much more protected. I would have been more <laughs> protected and secure yeah. and in the wrong way. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I think my current relationship, why I love it so much... And I love Denise and like, you know, it's a very, I love our love so much, but like it's, it really, the growth aspects of it, like the, the grist for the mill, that that shit, it feels like it has a function. It doesn't feel like in wasted effort. It feels like propellant for evolving as people and having a more stable foundation in which to build like a really mm-hmm. like strong yeah. thing. And that to me is, uh, I'm grateful for that. Like I really am because I yeah. know what it's like when it doesn't feel like that and i think like you guys know like the relationship with one other person can be such a powerful catalyst for exposing like shadow aspects Mm. light aspects genuine feelings Mm. i I do think there are a lot of people i give a lot of these readings and a lot of people end up like kind of settling on that like relationship you know and they skirt around it and people like they feel like that because it's a very valuable thing if you can hold that frequency and that that love open-handed love true like true yeah. fucking free like the horse spirit thing you were pointing out before um that shit is like it's the best yeah. like in the world 
and it is independent of the other person. I think we would all cop to that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really is. Like it, it is starts with you. Like that allows that relationship with another to appear because it is a you thing ultimately. Um, but then we get to play this fun game in duality. Yeah. These cool. Things. You guys do fast work too, because I feel Ugh. I feel like y- y'all were like so cosmically magnetized Fuck that man. like there's a lot of like past life shit that needs to be burning out. So like we'll sit with you and you're having a hard time and I'm like, dude, you're moving through shit in a at a pace that took me 300 fucking fights <laughs> yeah. to get to. That's why. I- and you guys are you guys are like, uh, let, let's just you know let, like let's burn this out. Let's be who we are. And it, it, there's we- such a mutual respect there. And I think there's it's it's not threatening because ultimately at the end of the day there is that mutual respect. Yeah. I think if you just make the only commitment you make is to rise to the challenge mm-hmm. of being there. Like, as your best version of yourself, whatever that means. Even if it means, like, doing uncomfortable shit sometimes. Like, it's like to be clear, like, this is what I've been... Like, I say that all the time, to be clear. But... Well, that's a good one. It's a good one. It's <laughs> a way clear. to focus. You hand it off to me for a while. Take it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I say it all the time. Cool. Um, it is good to deal with all of your shit as fast as possible. It gives you the space to deal with what you actually want to deal with. Like the good stuff that you want mm-hmm. in life has a better chance of growing in the soil if like you know mm-hmm. that like all that yucky shit has been like, you know, like the plastics and stuff that are like, they'll eventually dissolve. Mm-hmm. Plastic eventually dissolves. You find the right fungus, it'll do it. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. Right? <laughs> but like you eventually, you you don't need a lot of that in there. And I think if you have that mentality, you're good. Like you just, you will get through every situation in life, whether it's a relationship, you know, the loss of a loved one, uh, a fucking, which is a great lovers. I mean, what do you guys talk about with death? What do you guys plan for death? Like who's going to die first? You're going to do mutual death? No, we're going to die at the same time. Okay, of course. Right. (laughs) I already decided. I'm like, I'm willing to go out at 93 if you want to live to a hundred. Yeah. Cause Um, that's what, I mean, I kind of got into my head. I was like, I could probably live to a hundred. I'm doing pretty good. I'm almost 40 and I'm like, I'm like Mick Jagger, you know. Timeless classic. I'm getting younger. (laughs) It's things like this. I'm like definitely trying to go over 100. Yeah, well, now I'm like, that was modest. Like 111 sounds great to me. Like that sounds great. That's a cool. I can't believe of all numbers to invoke. It's just like a. Interesting. So basically, I, I, I think that's maybe what I'm thinking. But anyway, that's one that's fun to explore with another person because, like, you yeah. think about what that means in this reality and what you're doing. And well, like I, I see, um, like we, like it was funny before when we were walking. You're like, you know, I, I, like I didn't have a, I didn't grow up around examples of people like you guys, like a, like a successful couple or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I can think of like a few in my immediate family, my aunts and uncles, that I'm I like. Can't. Wow, they are just fucking with each other. They lo- adore each other for fifty years. I had no examples. And then my my uncle died. One of one of my uncles died, mm-hmm. who was part of this sacred couple, and his his wife is so lost right now. I actually have a similar like second cousin story. The the son committed suicide, and they had three kids. And whoa, she really she's strong, but she definitely spun out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's really I mean suicide. It, he was it in the military. He was in thing. the military, and he was in this thing where, like, his own, um, his own uh, troop. It was friendly fire. Like a bunch of people died, and he didn't. Oh, like shit. somewhere, and like, yeah, it fucked him up too much. And he was, dude. He was like, I went to a bar mitzvah, so I must have been like fifteen, sixteen, and I had taken acid at that point. This dude was fucking making it. He had a centrifuge, 
Oh, he leveled up and added there, dude. He mm. was like, I'm good. I don't know. It's like one of the few times I think like this guy may have actually just like took the reality booster out, but really, nah, no, it's not a good way. It's too much challenges if you kill yourself here. It's just not effective. But um, I, what, what I think in my heart, because I've dealt with this with my dad, and these words weren't even about me until they came out, but I was like, Dad, you're just gonna get spit back out into this thing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get spit back out as Jack Dunn at this age. In this, you like, like you're show. just gonna wake up. You no, know that's too I mean? easy though. I'm saying like you don't know what's gonna happen, and that's even scarier. Well, you don't know what you're gonna get. At least you know you here you're gonna be you debilitatingly depressed. You know who knows what. You kind of do know what you're gonna get, and I agree that like the only thing I know to be true is the only thing I've I can consistently prove. Time and time again, no matter how many drugs I do, no matter how far I go, is that everyone is the creator, sustainer, and destroyer of their reality. It's the only thing I actually know for sure. Everything else, I'm, I like to say I don't speculate. I've really empirically tested a lot of things in this reality. I think I have a pretty firm handle on them. Wait, say the three. I'm really high. Creator, creator sustainer, and destroyer. Okay, I like those. Yeah. Of everything mm-hmm. that you perceive. That's the only thing I know, and if that's true... Now I lost my train of thought, but that is what the only thing You're I saying. Really you know, know what you know. You know. You know. Oh yeah. You after know what happens? Okay. <laughs> die so when, what, you die. You die when you die. If that's true, if that's true, when you die, irrespective of the process of where you regain consciousness as yourself, mm-hmm. you inevitably have the same rules applied. And if you are the person who made your reality this constrictive and depressing. You will keep doing that until you recognize you have the ability to not do that. So that's why suicide doesn't work. Even if it's for I, – I, truthfully, I don't know. I will investigate this. I will think about this when I do more drugs. Mm. Um, even Buddhist monks who self-immolate, I don't even think that's that smart. I think that's a misapprehension of something that's a truer thing. Like I'll take it to the point where like I don't want to disrespect the, what their nobility and an intention is, but – I think it's a misperception. I think like I get the symbol, I get the token, I get exactly what they're trying to convey. But it's, it's not, not something lost. you ascribe to. But it's not something that if I understand yeah. reality correctly, where I'm the creator, sustainer, and destroyer, I don't have to go through those measures to make my point. It's I can, a pretty extreme measure. It's, it's an extreme measure that ultimately is using the rules of this reality, which is a very small segment of all reality, mm. to try to prove a very small point related to our area. It's, it's not... I don't know. I don't know. That guy who th- set himself on fire in Central Park, he... he um, I know about him, you know. Yeah, but you know about a lot of people. You know about. I think people it's, but who... I think it's also about that was his role to play. You know, half the people meditating, uh, wherever they're holding it down in meditation. I'm not gonna. The most is they're reminding us that that's a state that's possible to achieve. You know what I mean? That they're. It just brings these conversation and this question of, and maybe that was his goal. He wanted to create that question. He wants you to think about who you I've are and about you being so the creator's times. sustainer and destroyer of your world. And I've thought about it mm. and I thank him for his role and his blessing, <laughs> but I'll also thank him in saying that for me myself and I imagine for many other people, it's something that doesn't have to be that extreme in linear time where we are and going forward. Maybe in the past, listen, we didn't. We grew up in a pretty gentle time, all things considered. Yeah. Right. As fucked up as shit can seem at times. You know, even a hundred years ago with the Spanish flu and all that. I, th- I think it's going to get harder uh, for people to not want to take that option as time goes on because harder to, to not want to check out 
and like really do the ultimate because because we're i think we're less in touch with our instincts and our instinct wants to keep us here our instinct wants to keep us alive that's why when you when you do go to physically actually kill yourself a lot of times you you can't bring yourself to do it because there's an instinct never did either of you ever get close to suicidal thoughts i mean i um suicidal thoughts yeah i think anyone anyone gets there but like not I've moved whatever. away from them in a healthy way that makes me feel like it's not something I'm ever really. Yeah, I move about. away from it in a way that's not taboo. I'm not going to yeah. make that taboo in yeah. my life. Like thinking. Well, about, it's not a bad like, thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing at all. I'm. That's why I asked the question. Oh, totally. I've definitely had times where I've like turned to cast. I'm like, right now, jumping off a bridge would be easier than dealing what's going on in my head. Wow. You know, and it's like it's a, it's like a scary moment. But even just saying it, you're like deflates it. <sighs> Like, that was funny. Shit that's isn't that serious. That's an important you know? lesson. If you yeah. Get there. And, and I've seen people like really walk the line. But the people that I know that have done it, I wouldn't have thought it. I wouldn't have. It was just really? one day they were just gone. Really? Yeah, like, Whoa. You knew someone when you were a kid, right? When I was a kid, I came home from school <laughs> in like second grade and my dad's best friend had killed himself. Fucking crazy. And but you were, didn't know what was going on. In no, I walked life. into my parents. No, I didn't know what was going on in his life. But my, my parents, in retrospect, were um, saying, oh, man, we should have known because he was uh, he was in a different place last time we saw him. And it was and it was suspicious. It was almost like he knew he, he had his ticket out. Oh. And the only thing they found, he, he waited till his parents went on vacation and he, he killed himself in his garage. And the only thing they found on him was my dad's business card. So, yeah, you told me this. You know, like, yeah, I know. And it was it like haunted me and like my parents told me all the details of this and it, so like like it was real. Like I had to like confront that at a young age like wait, there's people that like kill themselves? Like that's a thing. And uh one of one of my friends in the neighborhood did too. One of my close friends. And Everybody's you didn't see close. It coming? Friend. No. No. We were what playing happened? we were playing hockey outside of his house and we heard a gunshot. We didn't think twice about it. Fuck. We didn't even think twice about it, and like a few hours later, it was just like Frankie killed himself, and it, that like it blew our fucking minds. And and the the thing that was really heartbreaking and still heartbreaking was to see how much it destroyed our the the community in the neighborhood, uh. and everybody s- desperately searching for a reason why. Like he had to have been on drugs. There had to be to the point where some neighborhood Karen moms before Karens were Karens, these women were Karens. They went and dug up a time capsule that we had buried with him. No. To see if, like... There was evidence. Yeah, like, something happened. (laughs) Like, it's like, no, he was a teenager fucking going through a breakup, and he thought it was a lot more serious than it was. Because, like, I tell my dad, I'm like, dude, you don't want to kill yourself. You don't want to inflict bodily harm on yourself. That's only going to add more. Yeah. What you want to do is kill this ego cycle. Yes. Like... That that's what you that's what you really wanna wanna take offline. I think that's a you know that's a key pivot point in suicidal thoughts is to recognize that like I say it all the time. I say like kill yourself, but in the sense that it's the psychic version of yourself that mm-hmm. is like holding on yeah. to something that's not serving you and like recognizing like when you know that and like when you're like, you know what, ah, this isn't serving me anymore. I'd really like to let this go. And like that's oh, I remember what I was gonna say before. Mm. Whoop, whoop, when you're whoop, about whoop. to transcend challenging energy you get a lot of challenges thrown your way and it's like anything it's like a video game thing everyone will understand to play any video games like 
you get everything thrown at you with the final bosses of something. Smash like have, TV. Yeah. Like then there's <laughs> all the little guys and all the other things. You got to save it up for the big guy. It's a whole thing. Smash TV. Exactly. It's next to impossible game to beat. It's really so hard. So hard. You go real deep in it. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. And then you, you almost beat this game. I don't and think I never beat it. Yeah, that's I, I right. Know. And I beat every game I could play. You need two players to beat it. You do. Yeah. You do need two players. See, you need but. two players. The thing is, is like challenges have this weird function of being these boosts. I don't, I'm sure you guys have experienced this, but like every challenge, when you come out of the other side of it, you're, I start, I get like weirdly grateful for it. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. Not only was this on the other side, but it showed me something that either I wasn't seeing before. Like, it's not a bad thing. I don't label it as, like, a bad thing that's going on in my life and, like, ugh, it fucked me up and I'm, like, stuck in that. I think that's how you get bound to shit. And I'm grateful my sister died. Yeah, you know, that might sound crazy, know, but, like, I'm grateful for it now. Yeah. It took a long time to get there, but, like, who knows? If she didn't die, I might be uh, wasting time and, and not the sense we are. No, but in another in way. In the other way. <laughs> and I've done that, too. I've done that for a long – I did that for, I think, about – if I look at my life, I would say I wasted, you know, some years of my life. Not not any chunk, but just like wasted, you mm-hmm. know, like wasted in the sense that like I suppressed parts of my being that I shouldn't have. I'm eternally grateful for literally every experience in my life. I don't refute or acknowledge like – even with the revision technique where you go back and change the situations, I honor them for what they are. Mm. But yeah, you want to just honor like what you're doing in the present moment and what you feel and what you want to be in resonance with. And that to me is like, when you do that, when you understand that when challenges come your way, you look at them so differently. They're not like this weird, it's like, Oh shit. on one of these, like a big fucking wave. Yeah. And when you actually surf it and you get to the shore, even if it wiped you out, one one out of every 10 or 20 or a million whatever it is like you still get to the shore and you're like holy shit all right maybe i won't ride that wave that high again or maybe i'll learn how to ride a wave that big but it really like you throw yourself those fucking challenge waves like it's just Mm. so you should be grateful and i think a lot of people freak out when that starts to happen because they're like on this threshold or cusp like you know i think i get this i think i want to live this life and then shit starts to go wrong shit starts to get weird this wave's too big this wave's too big i don't know if i can do it and they kind of retreat back and that is so much more uncomfortable yeah than anything else that like wiping out is so much better than that like it's Mm -hmm. so much better it's really true that kind of like life will never really throw you more than you can handle because it's you yeah. That's the whole fucking yeah. thing. People are so weird. Like, it's because it's literally you. Yeah. You never get, they say, what is it? God won't give you more than you can bear. Mm-hmm. Your sense of conscious, your sense of I am is God. That's what it is. That's why when it's so funny when people throw shit fits. I know. I know. I know. It is funny. I, I would, throw shit fits. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, all the fucking time. Uh, you know, they're becoming less so, I guess. It's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I I think it's you don't just, really do them that much. So, I I think like <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I do other things. Shit, shit fits, fits isn't one of them. <laughs> on the way, on the way up here, I was like thinking. I was all like, Cass was driving. I was like all stoned out on acid, just like looking out the window, and I was thinking about how my whole life I've always framed kind of like my artistic pursuits as like you know, I I come up with ideas. I'm trying to catch ideas. You know, yeah. I'm trying to reel wrangle, in, wrangle, I'm trying to yeah. wrangle and reel in ideas. Yeah. And it seems like like the Wild West and I'm like on a horse. It's actually the other way around. 
the ideas are much more yes. eternal. We're getting and, wrangled. And we're getting wrangled totally. by them. And they're they're attracted to the right vessels. And even and, and this applies to not just ideas but challenges. They're attracted to the vessels that will carry them the best. Like for an idea, um, if you tune your vessel with focus and discipline, an idea that really needs a lot of focus and discipline will come to you mm-hmm. and because it wants to manifest. And I think here's the most important thing for people or anyone hearing this, including myself, like if you're giving yourself some big things that you want to transcend, you're going to throw yourself the biggest, what feels to you like the biggest shit ever in the world. Bigger than anything else you read in the news, anything like it. Mm. Just it's going to feel like the biggest thing in the world. But when you do it, you're always rewarded. Yeah. Always because like that's how this works. That's why we do it. That's the function. You do have to trust that. You do have to know and kind of experience it to really believe it. But it is true. If you're kind to yourself, which you are, that's why you're here. Yeah. You, you can you can relax and you can just like know that even when challenging this Millarepa book I've been reading, it's been amazing for that. He's just this dude who just goes around and sings songs to demons everywhere, mm. and they're like, "Nah, we're gonna just gonna fuck you up." And he's like, "There's a song," and his songs are just him talking about like being. He's like, "When challenges come up, like I love it extra much because I get to meditate super hard." Mm. And he's like, oh, "Cool, man. Like, <laughs> it's like way to be." This is. This is, I just pulled the bat spirit. A rebirth is assured. Oh, I love it. A rebirth is assured. Which I like it because it, it goes into this conversation. Like if you face a challenge, a rebirth is assured. Always. But like if you're trying to get, you think that this life is ending, a rebirth is assured. You mm. know, this the world as you knew it, know it is ending. It ends every day, every moment, every yep. second. It's like yeah. that's such a powerful energy to be able to latch on to and hold in resonance in linear time, like your intention. That's meditation. That's why I kind of like – I don't want to like ever knock meditation because it's like too much of an energy. But like mm-hmm. this, is, <laughs> this life is meditation. You are, here, oh, you are yeah. off oh, meditating totally. somewhere yeah. in lotus posture most likely, imagining this, and you are super focused on it yeah so to be able to maintain it here from day to day and not kill yourself or not get killed or not jump off and live a full life of harmony and balance and grace and love you're nailing it that's your function that's like the whole thing and that's Mm -hmm. what i think like people people just uh they should really just try to like settle into that as much as possible because Mm -hmm. when you do that the freedom you get to actually do the stuff you really care about and love like that's where it comes from Mm mm-hmm and it's always self-generated, which shouldn't sound bleak or nihilistic. Like, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't get another person or people in your life. It's exactly the opposite. But, like, it is you. That's so important. It's, mm. like, the most important thing, I think, right now for people to realize. I couldn't agree more. I just love quiet time. Like, meditation, quiet time, intentional meditative time. Yeah, like, doing is. that moment in the morning and the afternoon reminds me, like, it's like an anchor for me and i'm not i don't know who i'd be if i didn't do it every day so i can't even speak to that but i know that i really enjoy it is it the one thing you do every day reliably yeah yeah, there's a lot of one things i do reliably but it's definitely um, well that one probably takes the cake though for the last seven years like wow emma was like wow once i did 60 straight days according to this app and i was like I think we've done like seven straight years. The days that I don't do, because I have a timer consecutive app that I use, are always the days that we trip. 
because like the whole day is like 10 times the That's meditation. And it's you're hard just... to do our second meditation on a day we trip. But when we do it, it's There would never be a morning we would get up and start our day without meditating. And, and, I'm sure. and that's just because that's the vibe I want to inhabit. Like I want to remind myself, I want to kind of, it's like digesting the dreams. And then the second meditation is like digesting all the fucking stimulation from the day. So you can kind of rest a little easier. That's the one thing that what do you, seems to get interrupted is like our sleep pattern. If we don't right. do it. What do you think about uh silent solitary retreat? Carrie McLean recommended this. Oh, She's well, like, we, I mean, we were on vision quest this time last year. We but like might isolated for like, I think she was saying she was like three weeks at a time. She was telling me like, you're going to oh, do cool. this in your life. And I was like, oh, I would definitely I do would that. I love that. Is it, are you allowed to eat? I think it's pretty cool. Oh, it's like you're, it's a mountain <laughs> retreat. Like you get to like do it yourself. Like these are in you some need. ways harder than others. Like I've mm. been, I love the idea of doing a re- meditation I'm time. Supposed to do it. So long, so long enough that you kind of don't look at a chair or a door and have door go through your head because you haven't read or spoke language in so long that you kind of lose your way of relating with your environment mm. without language which could take you to different states of consciousness that could be really pretty far out oh I would yeah think. it's probably like taking off like augmented reality glasses that are it decoding is. this I mean, for you Harry like, told me you it's have like, to okay do wow it. i'm a little bit more in this thing we could go at the same time. I know. That's the one way. I know. There's one, I think, that they do for a month at the Garrison Institute. I think yeah, even Jack Cornfield runs it. There's somewhere in, um, Carrie was saying, in uh, Colorado or somewhere, like in the retreat. That's where they do the Naropa mm. shit, the Chogyam stuff. Mm. I would most definitely do it if everyone in my life promised that if they needed me to not be in there anymore, that they'd just tell me. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean? Like oh, if, yeah. if anyone was like, I had a... I like you'd be fine. Yeah, no, but I, that, that's the agreement you'd need to Yeah, make. you'd let people know. You're not just going out. Yeah, but also, like, let people know in the way of, like, seriously, don't hesitate to pull me out of this. Not that I want to be pulled out, but if you need me to or want me to be pulled yeah. out, don't hesitate. That yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, if you're needed. I'd be like, don't don't, don't, don't get me no matter what. <laughs> don't, I don't care if you need me more than you ever need anything in your life. Don't well, fucking Ram Dass get has me. a story like that Does where he? they came, like, he was in a cave for, for, he was supposed to be in there for, like, six months, and they came to him, and they're like, um your uh, your father is going to die or your or your stepmother or something like that i think i think his father and and his the gurus were like go oh, get out of here yeah that's where you that's where you're needed you're not needed in some cave oh right no now. and the guru said stay he oh. said he said this is an attachment and and ramdas said i understand i'm maintaining this attachment but, but I, I made anyway. this agreement and i'm going anyway they were like yeah. you're 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 on the precipice of really yeah. big work yeah you're the precipice of like this wrong yeah yeah of increase of this uh shedding this enlightenment that comes with shedding all uh relationship and you know what i i do on those situations is i just rebend reality where you're allowed to go <laughs> to be yeah. with your people you love and i'm like no nah, this is about to yeah that's, that's what ramdas did yeah, yeah it's so that's why i listen there's no small reason i'm sure i ended up there there are no rules and if there are they're they're meant to be fucked with don't tell me what to do don't, yeah, you can't tell man. me what to do you can't that, say, fuck this shit uh-huh <laughs> that's how i feel yeah we were just talking about that on the last podcast we were talking about how some people just don't like to be told what to do i don't mm-hmm. i hate it so much it's defined my life which is great do you i, I imagine two partners who hate that that's what I have in my relationship. Imagine that. Sean says he hates it. He doesn't hate it for oh, me, though. Same. He wants me to tell him what to same. do. He doesn't like having a boss. I think I'm like the one boss allowed in his life. <sighs> she, I guess that's true. I actually enjoy 
what she tells me to do, and that's why I guess it's it a works. trust thing. I trust Cass. I've never had a boss in my life that I've trusted. Yeah, I and still cool. buck against it. That's how much I that's don't great. like. Yeah, that's how I. That's how much I. I still buck. I'm fucking annoying. I'm sure. I'm a raw dog, and and it's crazy because like the 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 nature of our work is like we it's our business. So like we have to lure in clients um, with like our charm, which we have a lot of, and our know-how, which we have a lot of, and our experience and our skills and all this stuff. But what we don't tell them about is what I'm going to be like two weeks into the edit, if, you know, or even a day into them fucking with what my vision is. If they're going to use my name. If they're not using my name, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll behave whatever, but. It's all good. Are yeah. we talking about shit fits again? Did we come back to shit fits? Yeah, kind of it. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, if you ever um, want to see. He's like, am I being fit. a chump? I'm not going to be a chump. I ain't no chump. Dude. Don't chump me. Dude. You don't chump me. You chump me, I'll chump you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. I know. I've been there. To call another Fuck man it. a chump? To make another man a chump? <sighs> Fuck, man. And it's I love him because he ain't no chump, you know? You ain't no me? cannot yeah, be a chump. Yeah, of course not. fucking chump. No, I know you're not. Right. You can't be a chump. <laughs> nah. The thing is, is like, I, I, I like, I hope people realize like the playfulness in which you have to take those terms and those energies because otherwise you really do get bound by them but i'm learning like mm-hmm. there this process of growth and like ascension is one of um expansion and contraction and contraction is a necessary component for like stabilization and like even if we're moving thing through things quickly um that does need some level of stabilization when things contract that's okay. That's like, I think that's an objectively yeah. masculine, nothing to do with gender, uh, gender energy. This like desire to like stabilize and foundation and build mm-hmm. just too much of that is way off. So it's this balancing act. And I think that's basically what a lot of people are figuring out in relationships, in society, individually is how to balance these energies internally. And like, you know, figuring out what that, what we're calling chump stuff is just like your boundaries but how you actually feel about a situation. And it's okay to feel like that. Like no one's going to the lion in the wild and being like, hey, lion, don't fight with that other lion. Like, you yeah. know, like the women run everything, by the way, in lion society. They literally do everything. They run everything. The men just fight. They're like doofuses. And they tolerate it because they impregnate them. And they're like, you're the strongest one. So I guess this is better. Just from an evolutionary standpoint. But there is still a function to that like order that balances this shit out. It's just like finding... Women can totally have the chump thing too. I don't know if it's called that. But it's masculine energy. It's not. So it's nothing to do with gender. It's, yeah, it's nothing to do with gender. But um, it's it's uh, where does it come in for women? I'd love to hear this. This is like a secret. It comes in for less. I don't think I'm a chump. I know I'm not a chump. Where I don't like is when other th- people think I'm a chump. But see, that's the same thing. It's not the same thing to me. I'm we've not had, a chump, but I don't want anyone going around you. thinking that I'm a but chump. But that's the same thing. You have no less I've control t- of that. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't, Anyone could think you're a chump at any time. I know, and I've let go. I guess I guess you're right. I guess it is cross because there are a lot of people who think I'm a chump. <laughs> no, I think and I don't mind. I honestly don't mind. There's a lot of people who do think I'm a chump, and I don't mind. But True. like, I don't want someone to do something intentionally that would make me look like a chump. There you go. Yeah. That, I think, is the root of it. And I think that's what everyone like has to Like, if you were to out. cheat on me and all your friends would be hanging, like, shit that we've pulled, like, I don't know, I just would, like, I'd be like, if I lived in a, a, a universe where there, it wasn't honesty, where there Sean was more honest with you than he was with me, totally. I would feel like such a huge chump and I'd be so uncomfortable in that reality because I'd be like, yo, you, you're more comfortable, I don't know, But that I'd kind be of the thing. chump. 
No, I know. In that but situation. Still. You guys just love each other. Don't worry about <laughs> the thing is, is that I think the energy of Chump, what we're getting in on, is feeling like it's it's a weakness position. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you tolerate bullshit. You still have a beacon of how you feel. It's making sure that gets expressed in the purest way to maintain that feeling. It'll also keep you on track. Like if you don't deal with that shit, it will come out at very bad times. I mean, oh, this yeah. is like this is. What's Dude, so, for yeah. me, it's like humiliation. The slightest tinge yeah. of somebody <laughs> consciously humiliating me will trigger that, and I become a chump. <laughs> yeah. In that moment, I become a chump. <laughs> That's you know? so funny. That's what happened the other night. That's what I was crying about. Yeah. Abandonment. Yeah. Uh, humiliation. So mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. That shit, basically. Those are my two issues. <laughs> you guys are so uh, I'm funny. Like my, my other thing is abandonment. <laughs> but here's the truth. This is what I realize. If you're a dude, if you're anyone, it's not even a dude. If you're anyone and you're able to actually express those emotions and actually deal with them for real and yeah. not hide them away, it's the most powerful and most like that vulnerability is the most invulnerable shit ever. And if anyone doesn't appreciate that, whether you're in a relationship about fuck them. Like, truthfully, not, that is, yeah. is truthfully, like, the best thing you can do because you're really actually purging shit. When you find out, like, you know your two core issues. I just found this shit out, like, over the past, like, three weeks. Yeah. Till me, like, cop to admit it. She's like, I don't put up with this shit. I'm like, Jesus, give me, like, a fucking week to get him. I'm like, she, she's know, funny. I she's know. so funny about it, too. Like, she, she knows she can't. She doesn't have a choice, but, like, she's like, Argh. You guys are doing this, like, let's so move this fast. along. Thing. Let's like, just get to the well, thing. Well, the we thing is, the there is kind of a perfect, because Sean always would say, like, well, I can't do this. I'm like, you can't do it? But he would he would put up these boundaries if I would cross a boundary or, like, he would need certain things a certain way. Yeah, this is what I say. And then she gets, she's like, I think it's actually a good thing to say if you mean it. And he only says it when he means it. Because I'm not very much making demands of you or how you behave, right? No. Sometimes you're wrong, too, is the oh, truth. yeah. How do you deal with that? Sometimes he's wrong when you he feels you like he's right. You think you want your partner to change some quality, and when they do, you're like, oh, that was part of the mixture that made me really dig this person. I really maybe shouldn't go meddling around Don't under meddle. their hood. Don't meddle. Maybe I'll I know. meddle around under my hood. Yeah. I fucking, that's the whole thing. It's like totally like just fucking, oh, it's so cool. I love it. Yeah, it's all so connected. It's so great. Well, I, I mean, I think relationship shit it's is the best. like it's my favorite thing. It's the it's the quickest way to mature if you're really in. If love. If you're willing to do the work. If you're willing to do the work and like you know that there's a bond here worth fighting for. Yeah. It's awesome because there's accountability and like there's like some it, and it's like you can you can it pays dividends. You can feel it. Like you can feel it. You're like, wow, we graduated. I definitely put like. A hundred percent of my attention towards relationship in order to live in a successful relationship. I I yeah, don't put a hundred. That's why we don't have jobs. <laughs> I put. I guess. I wonder if we're both fighting about putting a hundred percent in because of our lives. I don't know if we put a hundred percent in. We put in because I do like. We each have individual. Like it's so weird to me to be with a partner who's so like me, but in a supportive, equal way, because I get to see my own like future and past. It's so weird. Because mm-hmm. like, I have these urges to like be alone, get in our cave. Like, we're both hermits. It's yeah. weird. And like we can hermit up together with the best of them, but then like we both have these drives to be like, I got to do my shit. And to see someone having like kind of dealt with, with that energy on the forefront, she's been dealing with it like a lot more consciously for me, just objectively and subjectively it's obvious for a lot longer than me. 
it's like blowing my mind to see such like wisdom yeah. on like how to do mm-hmm. that and yeah. still like maintain but i still see like it's a fucking vibe man like it's a it's such a weird when you learn to listen to women yeah, and not just your partner because your, your partner will, will oftentimes be the one that teaches you how to do that. But when you really learn yeah. how to listen to women, yeah. it's such a fucking gift, so many. man. That this world is filled with them. There's so many women here. So many, so many good know? women in my life. I have really great family members. I have, you know, even Alexis, who's like an ex-partner, like yeah. so fucking useful. I bounced off going to Turkey with her like today. And that was like a big thing. I asked my mom about it. And, it's interesting you to your see mom everyone's for advice about how to approach yeah, and this. Yeah, and I did it in a way where like she was actually able to give me advice where she didn't have to be like preachy about. She just got her chart read last night. It's the best. She's mm. like going full on and um and yeah, like it's just nice to see when things are in harmony how even if it's not comfortable for every single person involved at all times, it serves a function for like helping people grow. Like it's such a light and dark spectrum Mm -hmm. like to see the whole spectrum is like such a gift Mm -hmm. like it's fucking cool i think that balance is like really key like to really see what what lives and what dies and to let what if you want to let some if you want to use that death energy like let the fucking good shit live kill off the stuff that makes you feel not great that's okay Mm -hmm. that's okay it doesn't mean he'd be hedonistic and reckless very few people actually even have to be worried about that it's not actually that big of a vibe like most people error the wrong way and being like i can't i couldn't i couldn't i shouldn't that's usually how people come at shit we were led to believe that it's the other way but it's really not from like it's not we were talking about this with drugs before we got on here yeah the stigma on, oh. on pretty much every drug besides like alcohol, every drug, every it, drug, because because the 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 what gets highlighted and um, I'm not going to be able to talk to this as well as like Dr. Carl Hart could, so look up his work. But what gets highlighted is the 10 percent of problematic users of of any drug. Right, that's what we amplify cu- of culturally. Course. Mm. And um, because it's a fear suppression that yeah. tactic. It's think of your own life when you push things down mm-hmm. and don't deal with them. What did they do? They dominate your fucking life, whether you know it or not. They just embed it in like a weird parasite and fucking run your shit. Look at this country. We're in a drug war, and we're probably the most drug-addled society that's ever walked the planet. Mm. We gotta walk that walk too, right? You want a free society? Somebody had to go there. Gotta plow through that shit. (laughs) It's gonna be a journey for sure for Mm -hmm. people. I know that like working through a lot of these things, these energies serves a a cosmic purpose because it's just a game a lot of us. signed up for yeah. fun smash tv yeah. but like it 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 really does like i forgot what i was saying fuck i could you know when you know when you're forgetting what you're saying when you're saying it dude that best. is a classic, classic. stoner it's the most stoner thing yeah i was just saying the other day no, i was like i don't do that yeah, but like you know what doing a podcast helps is like you can fight like not on this podcast because we're wasting time but like Doing a podcast sometimes will force you, especially with your some stranger, totally. You, totally. Some, someone you've never talked to before, and you're totally. like having one of those moments. You're like, I have no idea what I'm saying right now. <laughs> just say it, and you start just throwing words out there, and you're like, I wonder where this is gonna go. How about <laughs> this word salad gonna come out? All right, we're good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know the vibe. I feel like that's how that's the form of consciousness that Donald Trump lives his life in. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's true. That's what I people don't want. Don't know what's happening. I think <laughs> you can see it pouring out. That's to me. Like I don't watch a lot of Fox News with Donald Trump anymore. So off that, you're vein. off that tip. Yeah, <laughs> done with that one. But um. That is the approach I had when I watched him. I'm like, this guy 
is just fucking riding this thing. Yeah, it's crazy. To the motherfucking max. It's crazy. He, you throw anything in his face. He doesn't know shit about it. He will sit there and to your fucking face be like, I know everything yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah. You, there's no way you could even imagine how much I know about this. He'll start talking he about- He should be a podcaster maybe, not the president. Be, yeah, you know, listen- He's the president. <laughs> He's supposed to be the president. That's all I know about the universe works. Right. It's oh, our totally. show. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you think Biden's going to win? No. <laughs> no, he's definitely not going to win. But what, what I keep, this is, I mean, I'm literally yelling for the first time in years because I'm at my parents' house and it's such a crazy, tense, <laughs> news-riddled environment. <laughs> what did they that, watch? Um, CNN and MSNBC. Totally. They love it. They consume Both it. Both veins. Yeah, but what those media outlets do and what they've hypnotized my parents into doing is exceptionalizing Donald Trump and not showing you how, of course, duh, what do you think we are? What do you think we're all about? He's just the acid that brought it all into the room. He brought it all to the surface where we can deal with it. And honestly, like, I actually, like, I'm very confident if I went into a gold plated bathroom with a gold toilet i think i know how i would react but i also feel like if a friend of mine had that i'd be like that friend's pretty weird like he's like yeah, you know man. like i might be hanging out with Fuck that guy yeah. because what's that about well, one of the things they say about <laughs> yeah. donald trump is he really doesn't have any close friends that's interesting to me you mm-hmm. know because can you imagine if you had a gold toilet and i saw that that i wouldn't bust your balls oh yeah you gotta get your balls busted donald trump's beyond reproach He's so sensitive, and that's why he became this powerful person. That's so interesting. It's you such know? a way of going. Do you think his existence is terrifying then? I think a little bit, but then he takes Adderall, and he's fucking flying, man. And he's just like, let's do this. I know how great I feel when I take certain drugs that yeah, are like— You think he, he just found his thing, and he's like, I can do this. I'm president. Fuck yeah, he takes. I think he takes like a bunch of Sudafed or something. I don't even know no, what— No, his mix—they said Sudafed and something else yeah. for the DXM and some combo. He's, he's been doing it forever. The Tylenol or something. Yeah, he's been doing it forever. We all have our concoctions. Hey, man, you can't who am I to guy. judge? Yeah, you I would up. love someone to interview him and say like, hey, man, like— we got you. If you don't want to be president anymore, like we can figure this out, you know, like le- yeah. just like t- talk him into an exit ramp. <sighs> He's so stubborn. People have probably tried to do that, but he really constructs his own reality. Yeah, and we're just like, all right, guy. Like that's the yeah. energy. If you think about, it, if you pop out of your body and just think of it as an energy, mm. the energy of him being president. He just wants it more than other people care to not have him be it. Do you think Joe Biden wants it more than Donald Hell Trump? Hell no. You know, come on. <laughs> Joe Biden's like, I think I'm supposed to want it more. <laughs> he's but already Hillary wanted he's it. Running. Hillary wanted it more and it yeah, didn't get her there. She wanted it too much. He repelled it. Donald oh, Trump is like, he's immune. Amount. He's like, did you ever see the Futurama where Fry is like immune from the brains that come to like get oh, the thing? Yeah. He's, still, he's so dumb that they can't like influence him. They're like, yeah. we're the brains. We control you with logic. And he's like, who is this? And he's the only one. That's like Donald Trump. He's too yeah. dumb to like not know, know how to repel shit. Yeah. Not even, I don't even see that pejoratively. Like it's almost, it's admirable in a way. Well, everything that we're just casually like, oh, I have abandonment issues, some trust shit, there's jealousy flying around. He could never acknowledge to himself. So he's had to build this whole uh, reality around that. And how long is it going to really Which puts him in the place of being president. You think like maybe like 40 years. I think what we have, what we have going for us if we don't want him to be president anymore is because it seems like he kind of doesn't want to be anymore sometimes <laughs> lately i'm like oh yeah he, he's, we've been saying that since day one we well, were saying to, that before he was even president we're like oh he doesn't want to well do to this. him the issue would be relevancy right 
and yeah. that he will probably lose at some point based yeah. on this. Yeah. So that'll be his very torturous time. He's gonna be a two-term president. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Uh, you I know. Mean, Everyone thinks right now, like, wow, this moment, the people are flooding the streets. It's just like, no, uh, no. where do you see who votes in this country? It's the people who, not the people who were in the streets. Are you going to vote, vote, vote for Biden? I don't think so. Stop. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll see. Of course he's voting for Biden. Uh, somehow this hasn't come up on our podcast yet. Uh, somehow this hasn't come up yet. <laughs> if this, If there's an election to sit out as a New Yorker. It's this uh, why are you, you th- voting for Biden? What are you doing? Come on. I'm not going to fucking be proud about it. I think this is an incredibly unfortunate, distressing Hillary situation. Trump and I yeah. Of course you did. I, I regret it. I regret it. We're in New York. We don't have to I vote was Maryland. For... I didn't have to vote either. Yeah. I just think that us not voting. I, I mean, I guess it could send the message. I guess I'm wrong. Maybe we should all just not vote and send the message. But I think they'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Awesome. Who's People they? aren't voting. Who's that? Whoever's in, whoever ends up winning the election. It doesn't matter. What's They're on the with, same time. Right, side. With them Someone asked me about the reptilians on a crypto <laughs> podcast earlier. And I'm like, listen, here's the thing with reptilians. <laughs> I don't live in the reality <laughs> where the reptilians hang out. They don't really like my vibe. Yeah, I just it's a choice. Yeah, I'm sure that that they're doing shit. And I said the other thing. I, I did I say this out loud? Well, I'm say it publicly. If I get invited to a party, and there are people purported to or actually having sex with underage people, I'm never going to that party, and I'm telling my friends about it. That's like I know my behavior in those situations. So. You know, because people are freaking out about this. Ep- you know, they get in these conspiracy rabbit holes with the Epstein yeah. and the Ghislaine and whatever her name is. And I'm like, yeah, like, what? you can go down that. But, like, how quickly would you move away from that in real life, like, if it actually started to, like, intrude on your reality? It's like, yeah. I don't need that. I don't care. Like, I don't, like, yeah. I'm not, you, you know, I, yeah. I don't need to delve deeper into this. Under- I guess that's how they thrive, though. And it I is. guess it serves a function. Too mm-hmm. like that is a spectrum has yeah. to exist. Fuck, weird. Do reptilians know they're reptilians? I mean, think people who think reptilians exist think they know that they are, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm just I don't think that much about reptilians. So. Never. No, I'm I'm not being you know, literal about that. I think there's a lizard brain kind of aspect to everyone, and you know, well, I think there's reptilians. when you fully indulge that, you end up like Donald Trump. But that's what I'm saying. Do they know they're lizard brains? No, there's real reptilians too. Yeah. I'm sure there are real like entities that are like we're not on people. Yeah, but I just yeah. don't live in that. Reality. I think um, Elon Musk is a real reptilian. You think, think he's a real reptilian? Yeah, I think probably. I don't know what Mark Zuckerberg is, but well, he goes. Their kid is like. What us. about Grimes? You ever listen to some Grimes songs? They're I pretty used good. to fucking dig Grimes Oblivion early on. Yeah, man, that, that shit really fucking good. That shit. No, Oblivion's yeah. really good. That was good. She's she has baby. You know, I was thinking about Elon Musk. Here's the thing about him. Love him or hate him. He is hate him. Vex- you hate him. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're fueling his dream just the same. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. He really believes in Tesla's and the and the power He's of his imagination yeah. of t- Tesla's existing. I see them everywhere now. I saw them in LA everywhere. I want a Tesla. Mm. This Tesla drives my friend home. From places, he just has to touch the wheel. It drives him home yeah. every fifty seconds. I want that. I want the future where the cars oh, totally. drive us, especially and we can if you do drugs in back, the cars, especially if you're backing up into trees and stuff. You know, <sighs> I would love That'd to have helpful. a Tesla. I would also love for it to be employee owned. You know, 
I'm not a big fan of the CEO of any company, especially this guy Elon Musk. I just I can't I can't bring myself to get behind a guy who's shooting trillions into outer space, and you know seemingly with his eye on the prize of creating a rich people colony on Mars so they can really fuck this place. And he's I don't not going to be able to do any of that weird shit. And maybe he gives us just like electric cars. I don't know. Hopefully. He has given us electric cars. That's good, right? Is he that didn't, not good? though. You know what I mean? It was like teams of engineers and shit. Like, okay. I think he I think he okay. gets a lot more cra- – I think he's a smart, incredibly smart person. It's like a Steve Jobs thing, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, Steve Jobs would come up with some concepts, and then he would fucking really come down on employees to meet deadlines and come up with new well, that's technologies. Well, that's the thing about Elon Musk, right, is everyone's obsessed with is that he's, like, an engineer. He, like, gets in there and, like, does the He's shit. actually doing it. I'm an engineer, guys. <laughs> um, I don't like the way he hit that blonde on Joe Rogan. You know, remember that meme? You just don't like him. Chancy. Yeah. And I think it's, it's fair to not uh, agree with his politics, which is that he should have billions of dollars. But I like Grimes. That's what it always comes yeah. back to for me because I think about Oblivion, that song, and I'm like, I don't know. And she made this other one, this recent one, So Heavy I Fall Through the Earth. I'm like, Grimes is good. Yeah. Grimes is really good. I used to celebrate that album um, back. She's really, really, really good. Yeah. She doesn't seem like a doofus. No, no. And, you know. She has a baby. (sighs) Well, come on. That was a good move. On TikTok, do you guys see on the TikTok that that weird anime song they do? Dorime for the Elon Musk kid. You don't know the meme? (laughs) Holy shit, dude. TikTok, by the way, it's having its... Now oh, people are turning to turn on it. Like, I know. Because they found it. out it's China spy. It's always been China spyware. It's always been China spyware. I just... But I was like, it's just too much now that I can't. Oh, you deleted it. Oh, wow. I watch it sometimes. I like it. You got to dig deep. You got to go to Reddit because sometimes on Reddit they repost. That's all they do. All Reddit TikToks. and Twitter. All Reddit and Twitter is... Because it's like the pipeline. It's like the main line of consciousness is TikTok. Cause it's, do you think people like it because they know they're being watched? Is that why it got so popular some, partly? Not like not I only watched, watched by TikTokers, but by like... I don't know. There's this one TikTok I watched. It's this dude from some hood somewhere. It only has like 12,000 likes. It's not very popular. Relatively speaking... And I can't stop watching it. It's like the weirdest thing. It's it, There's a music playing in the background, but it's in the actual video. It's perfectly timed, but not on purpose. And he talks about how it's his birthday and he's grilling and he shows like people his gun and like his pants that are like weirdly comical. It's just huh. so weird. And I'm like, what is this? Mm. Like what in reality made this a thing that I can't like what karmic connection is that I find this so she thinks I'm insane watching it, but I'm like, I'm like, what? There's some yeah. weird pipeline. It's like the itch that kind of Tim and Eric and public access TV used to, mm. to it's like scratch for me. It's like kind of like Ween. It, it's mm-hmm. like why you would I like real Ween shit? Oh, it's so good though. There's some. I love it. Shit. I'm not saying I don't love it. You think it's just bad because they're gathering data? I I don't even care about that. It, it gathers my. It wastes my time. Aww. I want to waste my own time. Oh, poor Cassie. Wait, wait a second. Poor Cassie. No, her time wait. gets wasted by no. TikTok. It's one thing to to I'm, waste your own time. It's another thing to have your time wasted. Well, it's also by some addictive also fucking app. I end up wasting his time because we do twenty four seven together. So if I disappear into a fucking TikTok hole, I leave someone hanging. A TikTok hole. Or or a social media K hole kind of thing lasts way longer than an actual K hole, way longer. Do you know what just happened on TikTok? What? what? I haven't been. Just to be clear, I Wait, no, been, you didn't have to tell me you have hot babes living in your neighborhood. Did? What do you mean? This is fucking yeah, it's the best place to live ever. <laughs> Look at her. 
That's great. Uh, is that a dog? No, she's just strutting. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> she was. Do- There's a lot of dog walkers. I love that we had to like hide the ketamine because. Like, like, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk we can talk about it. And that's like, we fine. probably would have even left it on camera. But you, were, but you were like, I don't Dude, want it. It's like, this is a weird 1950s rock, Mormon Rockwell painting. Like, I don't know what the gossip is. Yeah. The postman died. Yeah, and they didn't Randomly replace him. Randomly and suddenly, and there's just, they did replace him. Yeah, it's just some anarchy in the post office. So. You have to go to the post office, I thought. What you happened? Said. I don't know. He was a Steelers fan, apparently, though. There's a big... You know, a memorial. We don't know. I talk to him a lot when and I first moved here. Rest in peace, JD. JD. Is there Steelers memorabilia on his memorial? Terrible towels and such. Do you want dolphin stuff involved with your death? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Here's, oh, here's that's awesome. Here's that's really yeah. fucking oh, going to be rad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, oh, Denise doesn't know yet. If our relationship can survive that, then we're good. That's the real thing. Oh, test. how you get during his football season. I'm cool. I'm as cool as I've ever been. Like, I can even miss games now, which is a big thing for me. Dude, you're fully detoxed, man. Don't go back to it. I We used to love football. I know when no, we no, say no, 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 no. when we, when we say boycott the NFL, we're not saying oh, it as people that. who never liked sports. Trust oh, I me. I know that. I know how to watch a football game. I'm so uh, – yeah. listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Dolphins. Who are, you, who are you a fan of? The Giants. You got your fucking itch scratched. That's my true. That's yeah. Fuck out of here. That is true. Just give up. Just give up. That is fucking Fuck out really here. I'm gonna point. waste my entire Twice. life being a Dolphins fan. Twice. As soon as they win Eli. the Super Bowl, dude, I'm good. Yeah. Then you could I'll fall take back. Take it out. Yeah. And it's gonna happen. We just signed Tua. Total rebuild. Mm. We're good to go. It's poised. I'm gonna watch. I'm not gonna be obsessive. I'm not gonna be weird about it. But uh, do you like baseball? I do, but more of like the cosmic perspective. I don't need to watch it. Yeah. I think it's a good sport for kids to watch if they're going to watch a sport, though. It's, like, yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah. I like all sports. That's, like, I really, like, as much as I – I really value my sports, like, reality and education and thank myself for, like, being interested in it because it is something that, like, actually connects me with people who wouldn't otherwise probably have anything else to talk to me about. Truthfully, for, like, mm-hmm. a lot of things. Oh, I know. I and – being able to like actually talk about it and not like an imbecile way or like, oh, I think like, what's this? It's like, yeah. you actually know what's going on. It's like pretty useful. And I genuinely enjoy it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, you guys, I wouldn't be a Dolphins fan if I didn't. You're doing it selflessly is really what you're saying is you're selflessly <sighs> consuming the Dolphins so you can connect with people on a deeper level. I mean, I, there he's Stephen, uh, Stephen Ross, man. He is the Equinox guy. Oh, you know, oh, did I tell you my Equinox hack? Hey, I have an Equinox hack. This is, I'll acknowledge the presence of other people. Here's what you do. If you have an Equinox membership, you don't want And you don't want it, and you want to get out of it. <laughs> and you want to just live there. That's the hack. These fuckers, by the way, started to try to charge me last month because they opened up in <sighs> California in the middle of this shit. And just ruthless. I knew it was going to happen, but mm. I found a hack. Here's a hack. This is true. Sign up for this Apple card. It's a credit card. You can do it on your phone. It's no big deal. Don't use it. Don't use it. Mm. Sign up for an Equinox membership. Just all you need is the credit card number. You don't need to ever go there. You can use it one time if you need it. Then what they let you do on the phone is change the number at will. You can just change the number. It's not a real card. So you just go and you go change number. Mm. So then when Equinox tries to hit you at the end of the month, they're like, hey, like, um, you, nice. you can't do it. Like, why? Because they're ruthless. I've heard this. They're literally ruthless. They'll just keep charging you. You can fight them. And they're like, it's in the contract. I'm That's like, how they're so huge. It's literally their whole business. That's why I brought up Stephen Ross. He owns the Dolphins. This is his model. But I hacked his shit. I'm not gonna do that shit. I mean, fucking mm. good luck. That he, number is not on the, the ballot. The owner of Equinox owns a dolphin. Yeah, 
Stephen Ross. This is why I think I'd be much more interested in sports if we had like a, a local single A baseball team to, to root yeah. for or something like that. You know, something much more wholesome than like the hyper corporate level. Wholesome. That not again. wholesome though. It's the worst, man. Well, yeah. That, that's that's worse. Slaves. You're I don't looking like, at the slaves. Yeah, that's people, worse. people can't decide where they're going. That's fucked up. Yeah. But man, single A is no good. Oh, man, it's so fun to watch a baseball game. We we go to fucking McCarran Park and it. just watch fucking amateur softball. Oh, games. it's fun to watch. You know, not fun to be in single. Talk a. about if you're like hunting to try to see an in real life fail, <laughs> just go like watch some local recreational organized sport thing. You'll see something go down. Oh, or weddings. Weddings always something goes down. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Weddings. <laughs> I have really good times at weddings. I gotta say, weddings are great. I uh, yeah. Maybe now that I know about ketamine, weddings will be more fun. I, oh, you didn't, you're not a tradition. Yeah, like I drink. I mean, I don't get saucy. I drink to a point where like, I, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I could drink water from now on. And I mm. try to smoke weed. I'm too much of a sex machine to get involved with uh, alcohol. Dude, you know? you know what I've been noticing? <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about this. That's true. <laughs> alcohol and other drugs. Their power over our dicks is quite limited. I've really found this to be true. Mm. It's kind yeah. of remarkable. Yeah. It's really insane. People should talk about it because I think too many people buy into these myths of like, this kills your libido or you can't get it up. And I'm like, oh, it's not true. Oh, like with alcohol no. for you? you alcohol, ketamine. Um, you know what I think maybe for me? I think amphetamines. I don't know that on MDMA, I'm fucking a lot. But shit, I bet I can break that one. I think what happens on alcohol is that you end up fucking people you actually don't really want to fuck that much. Because it's so like... And so, yeah, you, th- you think it's the alcohol, but you just don't give two fucks. You're less discerning. But you also don't give two fucks, but you also don't give two fucks to get hard. I actually don't really know how getting hard works. I'm just talking shit. I don't know how it works either. It it's just a works. fickle beast sometimes, it, but sometimes yeah. it just, it just surpri- Often, I'm just like, whoa. Really cool. You get. I thought that's not what's supposed to happen. With MDMA, I think it it kind of and people don't talk about this, but Shulgin talked about it. I think a little bit. Um, it 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 removes the urge to orgasm. So you'll have sex. Like you can have sex, and it could be really fun. And 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 we've done that. But like, oh yeah, maybe that's that that like oh let's take it to the finish line moment, which is so weird. Tell it's me just about like it. yeah, kind of like. Tell me about like. Because why um, would you love one more moment more than another? Yeah, it's kind of you're in that. I remember. Well, it's like the, It's like a, a book though. You're try. The most people try to get to the end. The one <laughs> of the one of the craziest sexual experiences we've ever had was we were on a candy flip at at Ween the first time we saw him at Desert Days and we went back to our our tent and we fucked for like two hours. It was crazy nice. and like we haven't like we haven't behaved like that in a long it in like. In a long time, we explore our sexuality in other ways, but not like some long sex, marathon. Yeah, when session. you have sex so often, you want your to be able to have sex so often. Yes. And when you have a really long sex session, sometimes, sometimes it, yeah, it, yeah, you, you gotta like take a day mileage. off. And who wants to take a day off? I know what you mean, guys. <laughs> Literally, just exactly. slept for fifteen fucking hours. Yeah. So I know what. You but mean. afterwards, it was so funny. Cass, like, she was so high. She was so like, yeah, you're buzzing. See, and she, she's pain. looked at me. She's like, yeah, like, in, in dead serious. And she's like, well, Sean, you can't leave me now. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. What kind of like? It was like another. Yeah, you up level and you realize happened. like, yeah. you're not giving that up. Like you're, you're not. That's why I laugh about all me. this shit with yeah. Denise. It's like we're fucked in that regard. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? What really? Like yeah. we're not we're not idiots. We're really smart people actually who like are discerning about reality. So like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like if you left our sex, I'd feel bad for you. Yeah, I'd just be like sorry, like yeah. 
Well, I mean, that's that... not on. That's not just you. Like, sorry. Like, you told me we know it. We're we're in agreement. Like, this shit is some weird <laughs> fucking thing that's happening. We can acknowledge it. I, I think people take it for granted, but like, it's been the the beacon light of our relationship yeah. is our sexual connection. No, like, so we always glad. know I'm that so that's there, and like, like we we know that that's there. It's and such a guiding back. light. It's a barometer. It's a yeah. beacon. Yeah, totally. totally. I'm so happy to hear you guys. Say yeah, this. and it's like. Uh, like if if that if you can nurture that like kind of I feel like everything else falls into place. This might not be for every couple. So interesting. But I for totally me, agree. it's that if Wait, everything else falls into place. It's kind of interesting though because we don't have like angry sex. We don't have like no, it's never, never makeup sex. We've no. already made up for hours and caressed each other and been all sweet in each other, and then you get, but you are doing it in with the goal of that, but you don't skip that state. You yeah. like get there when you've. I know. Earned it again. I get it. Not like you yeah. play sex I know, as a weapon. I know. But like he would he wouldn't have sex with me either. It's not like I hold sex. Isn't it or weird? Isn't it yeah. weird? Isn't it weird? I had a friend I telling me the other day how his his girlfriend was withholding is withholding sex. No. And I'm like, Damn, Yo, man. that's not I'm like good. it really hit me in a like a visceral way. I hadn't really ever thought of I hadn't conceived. If my of partner that. consciously did that, I think I would be out within a few days. That's what I was saying to him. For real. But I think he's I can in, I can I don't even want to make it really sound like that because I think I'm like my connection is deeper, but like that's such a like you gotta yeah. leave. No, you're you just gotta no. At that if, point. if someone if someone says that, you just gotta leave. Yeah. And if they if that's how they want you out, that's how they want you out. They're saying, no. you know what I mean. If you leave and someone's okay with you leaving after withholding sex from you, that that was just them trying to get you to leave. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Totally. So just if someone's leave. gonna pull that shit. Like you're wasting you're out. fucking time. Yeah, don't waste yeah, your time. Yeah, you can't do that. That's what I was talking about. That boundaries. That's you know, don't be a chump. Don't be a, don't be a chump. <laughs> well, let's fucking wrap this fucker up because you know my editing skills aren't such that I could edit long podcasts without like. <laughs> okay, we're leaving with the dolphin spirit as the <gasps> last card. Ooh. This and that are true. Yes. Yes, this and that are true. This is a very beautiful, nice, beautiful card too. <laughs> what is this and that are true? What does that mean? So it's like those. That's true, and that's also true. He's mm. what it is. <laughs> Thanks Amazing for joining guys. us, Noah. Fun. Thanks for Thanks having for joining us. Me, yeah. Let's get back to the party. Let's do it. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace.